Hello, listeners, and thanks for tuning in to Enriching Wise Podcast, the official podcast of Enterprise Inc. I'm your host, Sarah L. Jacques. Enriching Wise Podcast is a weekly international podcast discussing the aspects of the entrepreneur and business world around the globe. Together, we leverage the path to Enriching Wise. To stay connected, please follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under the same username, Enriching Wise. Hello, listeners everywhere. Thank you for tuning in to the Enriching Wise podcast, the official podcast of Enterprise Inc. I'm your host, Sarah L. Jacques. Today's episode will feature miscellaneous topics, including goal-oriented planning and motivation for executing our plans. Today is Wednesday. August 21st, 2019, and this is the second episode of the Enriching Wise podcast. Well, I wanted to start off by mentioning this is a topic that I've long wanted to produce in this podcast, but the reason I've waited is because I wanted to develop it and give it the credibility that it deserves, and by that I mean I want to really expound upon it the way that would be best for listeners everywhere and all types of listeners and creators and entrepreneurs. So having said that, I've looked at this topic and I've thought about from my own personal stance how this will relate to me as a content creator. And in a few ways I've resonated with it and I've decided that goal-oriented planning and planning for any type of goal that we may have is very vital to success. You know, when we think about what we want to do uh, with our goals and with our plans, we think about the end result, sometimes even more than what it takes to get that result. So in my case, I'm a writer and I do poetry and some novels and short stories, what have you. And sometimes I think about, well, I want this book to be good or I want this poem to be good, of course, but what is it gonna take to do that? Well, you have to spend time, you have to write, of course, you have to really think about where the plot is going. You have to think about certain imagery and Uh, writing devices to make the writing more appealing but you think about the end goal and you think about when this is going to be done I'm going to be satisfied because it's going to look like this image in my mind that I've created but we must take into account as people who strive for success that there are different paths to success and we have to think about there may be mistakes along the way more often than not, unless we're perfect. (laughs) And we have to think about things that could take us off track, potentially, not always. But in other words, we have to be prepared for what's coming our way. And we may not know what's coming our way all the time. That's why we experiment with our work, but we do have to have some type of mind of what will get us to our end result. 
So I have a few ways to do so. I've made a plot line, a pretty loose plot line, if you look at it, because it, it varies from task to task what you should do to have a positive end result in planning. So I call this goal-oriented planning. Goal-oriented planning. And what that means is you're planning based on a goal. You're planning with a goal in mind what you want to do. There are various steps to do this. There is a course for your goal that you take if you want to see it flourish and succeed. And I didn't just make this in my mind for what I'm doing, but for the mind of others and what they may be doing because we're all different. So this is a loose plot line of how goal-oriented planning, how I think it should look as a content creator and for other content creators out there. Seeing this is probably one of the most motivational and frightening checklists, if you will, because it's exciting because you, you see what you have there on the table for your plan, but you also may get a little frightened at it because you don't know if you'll actually succeed or not with it. And that's the thing. I think with a lot of us, um, we're afraid of failure and we're afraid of being mediocre and falling short. Again, we have this idea of what we want this end result to look like, but it may not look like that. And we don't really think about how other things may turn out with it instead of how we've just come up in our mind about how it may look in the end. It may not look like that. So we tend to be afraid of failure and we tend to be afraid of not meeting our goals with certain things. So I did make this and I'm going to read it. I'm going to read the main titles and then I'm going to follow through with the details for each one. Goal-oriented planning. Primarily, you have to start with the finish. You have to start with the end in mind. And we do a lot of this instinctively because we think about how the end result is going to be instead of a sequence most of the time, as I said earlier. Secondly, you have to remember your why. Why do I want to fulfill this goal? Why do I want to have, what is my purpose for this? Why is this goal significant? And third, how? How am I going to execute this goal? How am I going to, what is it going to look like when I work for it? What is it going to look like when I'm preparing for it? Next is keep your options available. Keep your options available. Be open. Take constructive criticism. If you watched my last episode, constructive criticism was a primary topic in our episode. So that kind of segues into this one as well. So that's keep your options available. Next is what ifs are our hypothetical boundaries that are warning you to be equipped. That's very long. What ifs are hypothetical boundaries that are warning you, 
warning you to be equipped. And what that just means is if a downfall is big enough, don't worry about it, prepare for it. If, you know, what ifs are, are just figments of your imagination sometimes, but sometimes they can be helpful. If it's a potential threat, if it's a potential threat that's big enough, that is, then prepare for it. Don't fear it, prepare for it. I'll elaborate on that later. Next is make mistakes. And that is probably one of the most disliked, but true, steps to this goal-oriented planning because ma making mistakes is a part of your goal most of the time. If you don't make mistakes, you don't know what not to do next time. And following this is no one will believe in you until you do. Do you believe in yourself? Don't expect anyone else to believe in yourself if you don't believe in yourself yourself. <laughs> really, don't... I mean, it sounds hard, but it's the truth. Don't expect anyone to trust and believe in what you're doing if you don't fight for what you're doing and you don't believe in it. And last but not least, record your progress. Keep track of the good things that you do. You know, praise yourself for those things that you do and learn from the things that you don't or the things that you, you're you lacking. So I'm going to go back up to the top where it says start, to the start with the finish. That is the first step. Start with the finish. Have an idea of where you want to ultimately be. And you may not know, you may not have all the answers, as I said before, but it's a good idea to know approximately where you want to go. Because if you have a goal and you're just, you're just doing things just to do it aimlessly, you're probably not going to be satisfied and you're probably not going to see your progress as much as if you have an idea of where you want to go. You know, if I'm aimlessly walking, I may not realize that I've reached my destination unless I've said my destination looks like this and when I look at that I know that I've succeeded. When you do this you have better leverage of how to stay on track and a vision to keep you grounded. It's very important and speaking for myself I do think that this is one of the most vital parts of goal-oriented planning is starting with the finish. Have an idea of where you want to be. Moving on to remember your why. Now I've said this earlier, remembering your why. Why is this a goal I want to fulfill? What are the benefits of this goal and journey? And I put it that way because the goal is not just one destination, it's the journey as well. It, it can't be one without the other. It can't be the journey without the destination and vice versa. You have to have your track leading up to where you're going. So remember your why. Look back. Yes, I said look back. Look back at your path and see why you you embarked on this path in the first place. Because if you if you started on it, there's a pretty good reason why if you dig deep into your passion and your interests, maybe you'll see why and that'll motivate you to go further. How? Now this is the third step, how? How will I get to where I want to be? There are a few different avenues that you should take in a goal. Don't plan one way. Plan in about three ways of how you want to reach your goal. 
three different ways. That way it's not just a, a plot line, but you have a whole avenue, different avenues of where you want to go and how you want to get there, rather. How? Connections. Have connections. Who and what can help me get there? There are people everywhere and someone is more knowledgeable than you and what you're doing and you may be able to help someone else. So have connections. Who can help me get here to where I want to go and what can help me? There are resources. Utilize them. Create them. Have connections. What skills do I need to obtain and learn? Be coachable. You know, learn what you can about your goal, about how to get there. It's pretty much a given, but it's very helpful. Acknowledge that you don't have it all from the start. If you're a novice, you, you may not know all the answers, and that's, that's actually good because you can learn. Be honest with yourself and realistic with your standards. Don't set goals that are too high for you to attain right now. It doesn't mean that you'll never be able to reach them, but maybe right now the shoes are too big to fill. Be honest with yourself and realistic, raising them appropriately but not irrationally. You want to raise your standards the right way. You want to raise, raise them accurately and not irrationally. Acknowledge the process. The destination isn't made without it. I said this earlier. It's not just the goals, the journey along with it. Can't have one without the other. Acknowledge the process and the destination. Moving on to the next step, keep your options available. This is number four, keep your options available. In other words, take constructive criticism from the right sources. You'll know if they're credible sources. I said this in my last episode, so I'm not going to expand too much on this, but I do want to touch on it. Take constructive criticism from the right sources. Know your inspirations rather than competition at first glance. Sometimes we mistake competition for, sometimes we mistake inspiration for competition. And just because someone is doing something in your uh, path, or they're doing something similar to you that you want to do, it doesn't mean that they're your competition. They could be your help. Learn from them. Ask them questions. Connect. The next step is what ifs. What ifs are a hypothetical boundary that is warning you to be equipped. If a downfall is big enough, don't worry about it. Prepare for it. Get an understanding of what not to do to avoid some costly mistakes. And that just says it all for itself. Sometimes we think about mistakes as a bad thing, but they could really be good because you can say, hey, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> I mean, would you, if you run up against a wall and hit your head, that'll hurt. You don't run against the wall and hit your head again. You say, okay, I'm not going to do that again. So mistakes are in that light helpful. And the next step is just piggybacking off of that, make mistakes. The quickest way to learn is by trial and error. Take note of the results you get with different choices. Different choices. I want to emphasize that. Different choices that we make, different actions produce different results. So that says it all in itself. Next, no one will believe in you until you do. No one will believe in you until you do. Do you believe in yourself? 
And last is record your progress. Make track of what you've done that is good and celebrate it because that will encourage you to do more. We have dopamine and serotonin as human beings and we associate good things and good experiences with positivity. So the more you have those, the more your brain will say, I enjoy this, I want to do this again. So with that being said, record your progress, celebrate your successes, and you will associate those things with positivity. Listeners, this concludes today's listener-requested topic episode. To follow us, you can find the podcast primarily on YouTube under Sarah Louise Jacques for the playlist, Enriching Wise Podcast. For all other platforms, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, and many more, search for Enriching Wise Podcast and you can find us on there. To stay connected, go to the username at Sarah L. Jacques, that's my name, S-A-R-A-H-L-J-A-C-Q-U-E-S, on Instagram and Twitter, where I upload weekly episodes of the podcast. Once again, thank you for listening. I hope to see you next time. Take care.